Hello and welcome to Mighty Movie Pod episode 48. My name is Ryan. I am Josh. And we're back at you once again, right on the airwaves, coming at you live from Studio 3. Jesus Christ, calm down. I just want to let everybody know we're back. <laughs> yeah, you had like a whole uh, Wolfgang Jack thing going on there. It was really good. Who's Wolfgang Jack? He's not Wolfgang. Wolfman is it? Wolfman. Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Wolfman Jack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was for the fans. That hurt my throat. Thank you for that. So not here we are. Our fans, Wolfman Jack fans. Yeah. No. No. I figured the for the the fans. Yeah. The fans. <laughs> so what's up, Josh? How you doing today? Ah, uh, dude, I'm doing all right. Nice. Doing all right. Doing all right. Same. I'm also. Thank we you are. For I saw. I saw one of those movie films. I wasn't gonna ask because I don't care. <laughs> I'm doing well too. Thank you for asking. <laughs> we did. We saw a movie film today. We saw a movie at the theater. Uh, it's a movie theater. They. Show. I feel like we should at this point because we're so like infrequent. We should just call the podcast. We saw a movie. <laughs> we saw. We saw a movie. We saw a movie. Uh, it's a big one though. Is it? I, I think it's supposed to be an. It's for, a biopic, so it's going to be an Oscar buzz. Yeah, for me, it is just uh, director, actor, oh, definitely, main yeah. actor. Uh, yeah, dude, great cast, good cast. Um, don't know who the who played the the lady, but uh, Claire Foy. Don't know who that is. Oh, I think she's the new girl with the dragon tattoo. God, because they keep changing it, right? I don't know, man. I know that there were the Swedish movies, and I only watched the one and didn't really give then a shit. Then they did Rooney Mara. And then they right? did the Rooney Mara one, yeah. and I was and like, now it's, it's her. the same movie, and I don't care. Yeah, now they're doing another one, and I think it's her. The one, the, the, the sequel, she kicked the hornet's nest or made a jack-o'-lantern. It's called, like, Girl in a Spider's Web, and she has an evil sister. Girl who ate a spider. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's her. Uh, she was also in something recently. Mm-hmm. Or she's like in a show, I think. She actually won an Emmy for a show she's I know in. she's British. Anyway, the movie that we saw is uh, the new Damien Chazelle. Mm-hmm. First Man. Ryan, what did you think? Go. Okay. <laughs> it was not about a jazz musician, so no. that's good. <laughs> no. His first no, two movies were very jazz musician heavy. Very. Uh, the music in this was really nice. It was I good. Liked, I liked the score a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I really enjoyed it. it. The harp stuff was really cool. Oh yeah, it uh, it had it had the trappings of a biopic uh, yeah, mixed with some some mixed with some trying to elevate, go beyond it. Yeah, but and, overall, and I, I think I think it did elevate it a bit, dude. But it's like, yeah, it's if you've seen one biopic, you've seen them all. You know, um, one cool thing that I really enjoyed about it is it it. It knew that we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. See, I was going to say something about that because, like, I honestly wish that it had ended with liftoff. Yeah, I, I was expecting it because it was, I was a little long. Well, and, and then when it carried on for a bit and then you see the, 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 the Apollo shoot off into the dark towards the moon, I thought credits. Yeah, for sure. Because it also felt like the ending to one of mm-hmm. his movies where they kind of end. Yeah. We, yeah, I mean, like... Uh, they don't really end. They just kind of stop. La La Land had a very good ending. Did it? Yes. See, I still haven't seen La La that, La Land. In fact, the movie would have been alone if, if it was it not for, for the that ending. ending. Okay. Um, and I told you the last, like, I, I made You a, said the last time, yeah. It was, yeah. I said it already. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say it again. It was around the time we saw Justice League. Yeah. And there's more artist. Art, Artist, art, art, artistry. Artistry. This movie. In that 10 minutes. But this movie had, uh, I, 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 I'm a famed I'm renowned, Ryan. Renowned across the, the nation. Across the nation is a horror fan. 
uh, I've seen a lot of scary movies. Mm -hmm. I've seen the top of the Eiffel Tower. I have Mm -hmm. seen the Great Wall of China. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Dodgeball. Um, No, but like I've seen like, you know, some of these fucking really scary movies. And honestly, nothing makes my butt pucker like that Jim and I ate scene. Oh, yeah, for sure. That scared the shit out of me. That is that is that was the best part of the whole movie for me was it's all in POV. And I love the POV stuff in this. And it's usually you get like that Apollo 13. You see everything breaking and the ice crystals and the rocket shoots up, you know, and it's that big epic. Yes. But you don't get a lot of that. And this is what elevated the movie for me was all of the stuff you got where you were Neil or you that. were in the craft with Neil. And in that scene, all you get is the darkness and the claustrophobia of the, of the capsule, which is just like. And as it's going, it's just shaking violently and you're getting all the thunderous creaks and roars of the the, the whole thing. Just It scared the shit yeah, out of me. And that, and I was just like, it's going to blow up. And I know they get to say. <laughs> exactly. Know? And and that's and that's uh, what I was talking about. Like They all know we know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it, it was more There's about not... putting you in the shoes of the person that's experiencing that yeah. rather than showing us that event that we understand. Like the only shot that was like the classic they had to do is the the the, the reverse land. booster break off. Mm-hmm. Like and like you have to do that on every space. Oh, movie. a lot of a lot of the stuff of the actual mission to the moon is like it's like either real footage or footage that they made look like original footage. Exactly. Like a lot of the lander getting on the moon was 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 from that. But no, I, I loved that because it wasn't about the spectacle. It really was about the man. Yes. And I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, some of the some of the the camera work was a little weird once or twice. Uh, there was like this he, weird when he gets in the car and speeds off after mm. uh, after he hears about Ed and everybody. Or no, after he crashes and busts his head open. Yeah. and everything. There, it's it's that, the, the man is too close. To I was him. gonna say a lot of the scenes just in his house in general. Mm-hmm. Some of them were shot a little weird. I don't know that you know. It's mixing it up, I guess. Yeah. Um, especially when you have a lot of VFX shots. I can imagine I like, getting and upset I, and wanting to just like it, do something cool. It was weird because it's not put out as a found footage film. And a lot hmm. of it's not done in POV or anything. But the way it shot, a lot of it evoked those old home movies to me. Like a yeah. lot of the way it's composed and everything. Like like just Neil standing above the family sometimes and stuff. A lot of it, like a lot of stuff at the funerals and stuff, it felt like somebody walking around with a home video camera. But it didn't feel as uh, as as cloying as as a found footage film or anything like that it's just it's very well done it, yeah i thought and that's the thing, it evokes like, that feeling without actually doing it yeah you know what i mean they, yeah 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 that's what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah it's it's it, it, it was just really well done i really 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 liked this movie um it hits all the biopic plot mm-hmm. points and everything you know but like the filmmaking is what raises it above that that usual because I mean you get the whole like oh no he's got this dark past or whatever part you know where he's got the the loved one that he's constantly thinking about and yeah it all kind of centers around that piece um but the it, it so much of so, it is so cool his dedication is is amazing they don't have everybody so like for instance here's it's not a biopic it's fiction but but here's a a, a movie so you've got like uh, the Martian, for instance. Yeah. And you have people freaking out and everybody's trying to solve problems and going back and forth. And this movie is like, 
he's not there for that. In fact, while they were going over his whole mission, they're like, give us a statement. And then he didn't know what was happening. Then they like call him in. And like, they really focused on like, this is about Neil. I think the, the, the subject matter is going to bring in the masses, Mm -hmm. but I think they're going to be like, it was kind of weird. Well, and it's every, (laughs) it's what it did for me as opposed to like the Martian, which I mean, like, again, we're comparing it to a fictionalized movie. But it's the most Still recent, pra- yeah. and it's also the most recent practical uh, space travel film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. It's not sci-fi. Um, yeah, Ish. well, it's it's sci-fi, but it's not sci-fi. It's anyway, it's it's NASA. Yeah. It's not yeah Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's not Star Wars or whatever the hell was going on in Independence Day Two, <laughs> Independence Day Two, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. um, or even whatever the hell's going on in Interstellar. Yeah, um, it, it's it's problems are they present the problem and the problem seems huge and big but there's something much more believable about his practicality and and the the i don't know if it's that gosling is a better actor than damien damon but then that the that wasn't only always damon dealing with the issues so like i don't know they were just presented more it felt it didn't feel like oh well that was a letdown because you go on the ride with with like oh uh, yeah and when it's uh, crazy. when when uh, when Jim and I started spinning out of control yeah and he's fighting to stay awake and stuff like that but he's still calm and he's still keeping a cool head and stuff and yeah. his partner's messed up and he's trying to lift his partner's arm up to get to that switch and everything and it's it's a very intense scene but he maintains a level head it never feels like oh no i've got a huge problem oh it's aha, not i've got um, an idea you it's know? not gravity uh yeah or anything like that where a solution immediately presents himself you get the struggle a good to thing get to this exactly i think a good thing that they did is um everybody knows that buzz aldrin's a kind of a kind of a cool guy <laughs> but they kind of <laughs> elevated his character a bit so you got a good contrast of like how do these two people are approaching their responsibilities yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and then you neil got neil very, more neil yeah. is very straightforward and buzz is like personable and he's kind of a jerk but yeah. he's kind of he's likable at the same time he, he thinks this is all very cool and neil is taking it all very seriously yeah neil is like i'd like to bring more fuel and buzz is like who doesn't want to impress the mm-hmm. best gal you know <laughs> yeah and then you know and then you get the you get him being kind of like a robot. I think he doesn't deal with emotions well. No. You get him also, but also opening up, having a family life, having a close friend. Uh, him and his of, wife get along. Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of his family and his wife, I, I really enjoyed the wife character in this mm-hmm. movie. And typically, they are the worst part of these types oh, of films. Oh, yeah. Because they're I, always, I, they're, either, they're either just like, oh, the pot rolls is on. I hope you get your dreams. And, or they're just like, you're ruining everything with your going to the moon. And they mark, yes, exactly. And they market, they market this movie movie is very, like heavily on the small bits of her being like you guys have no idea what's going on like that's that's front and center in the trailers and uh-huh. stuff so i was expecting her to be like you can't go to the moon neil yeah. there's nowhere up there you gotta talk to your kids how come you're always trying to go to the moon yeah exactly exactly yeah. and no she was just a real no, she felt well, very real I go, I go back to the gemini sequence uh dude when they're cutting between what he's having to deal with and like her just like she's so concerned about him and trying to listen to the radio and but she has to be a mom at the same mm-hmm. time like it felt really real i thought i thought that was great like when the one kid's all mad because his little brother messed with his shit mm-hmm. and she has to take time away from from he, listening to this mission 
to to deal with the fact that he just spilled his crayons. I don't think he did it on purpose. And the kid throws a fit and jumps on. <laughs> that part killed yeah, me. That's good. He comes running in. He's all mad at her and hits her with the towel and then runs away. And she's like, "Get back here!" Yeah, they just have one. Yeah, they have one kid who's like really smart, and then they have one kid who's kind of a dick. He's kind of a like, dumbass. Yeah, yeah, just just little bits that they yeah, throw in there. It just it reminded it feel me like a, a lot family. of it reminded me a lot of my mom mm. and and my and me growing up. So like I don't know, she felt like a real mom character, real wife character. I not, agree. Not they uh not just there to pat him on the back or be a shrew they in despite the the time period they didn't do any weird things with like the neighbors or the other wives like they all just kind of felt mm-hmm. like they were friends mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it all felt really like when she comes over and she brings her the pot roast and everything yeah. you know the, the casserole dish or whatever like it was all really really nice dude and dealing was, with the the casualties of, of all these missions that part stuff, was yeah. sad when when she goes over and talks to the other wife that part yeah. killed me um but uh yeah dude it was just it's the best movie I've seen this year. I It's very very good. I really enjoyed this film. It's it's well made. It's all oh. the performances are fantastic. The plot is your biopic yeah. type of plot, but like go see it for the performances, mm-hmm. you know. And, and no, and that's the thing is is in that's the thing. It's not ra- it's not really wrapped up in the 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 plot of the landing on the fucking moon Mm-mm. it, it, it it's is surpri- all it, about neil it has more to it and it's what it decides to show you and what it decides not to show you did they plant the, did you see them planting the flag mm-hmm. nope <laughs> nope yeah. doesn't matter you you don't even see the whole launch sequence no. and the whole journey out there or anything like that you just get your, your key bits that are important i i i kind of wish that like we said earlier it had ended with him launching yeah that would have been great that would have been cool but I liked the way that they handled it, where they just did the highlights, and it was, and even even on the moon, it was more, it was like you said, it was more personal. You spend more time with Neil. Like you look over and you see Buzz doing his little jumpy bit that you yeah. saw, that yeah. you see the, the classic footage. You get he's, one bit, yeah. He's just bouncing around over there, having a great time, and Neil's being all pensive and like, oh, I'm such a hero, <laughs> you know. But like. <laughs> But like it was cool because you spent a lot of your time with Neil and even like as Neil, and I thought that yeah. was the best part to me was being neat was get those brief moments where you get to be Neil uh, when he ejects out of the prototype for the lander, mm-hmm. and you're you're with him as he goes along for that yeah. ejection. I was say everybody's seen that footage. I feel like oh yeah, that's, that's classic going footage. all crazy. Yeah, no, that was they did a really good job with that. That was seeing it like awesome. You know, that's the thing is like. I, I know it's fake uh-huh. and then some, but just somehow like fucking the, and, and the sound design was great too oh. with how they dealt with space. They didn't go too pretentious. No, well, no, but it was so great because you just got the machine noises. You didn't get a lot of that. Yeah. It was a lot of just like, like this is a machine that we're in and it's so They did a lot of shots to show like shit's like riveted together and there were focuses on like, on like like tiny, yeah, 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 tiny Phillip head screws and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You're just like, damn dude, this thing is a bucket of bolts, you know? And that's the thing is it's just, you become unsure of the craft that you're not even in and it, it adds to an appreciation of the accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, and I like um, I like the time frame, like the overall time. I like how they that yeah, we spent with how him. they like how they understand. Handle it. it wasn't just like montaged in at the last mm-hmm. second or this or that. It's like it's, they kind of just skipped over shit. It, just it's cause... almost uh, similar in the way that uh, Steve Jobs, the way they mm, handled yeah. the time frame in that one, yeah. where you just got tidbits from each thing from from each little bit of the journey. And yeah, it was it was really cool. That Damien Chazelle man, fucking, he's three for three with me. 
A two for two with me. <laughs> have you seen La La Land? I still haven't seen La La Land. Yeah. No. It's it's not the greatest movie I've ever fucking seen, but I don't know, man. You said it was pretty dumb, and then you were like, "This is maybe the best movie I've ever watched." I can appreciate it. <laughs> I can appreciate it, but it's like not that great. You're a roller coaster ride, man. I can't keep up with you. It's not that great, but uh, but it's, it's also... not bad. So there you go. Let's just put it that way. Um, that's what he says right now. And and varied. That's what he says right now. Varied. He made a very good uh, a very good kind of drama kind of. Well, uh, I was gonna say he made a, a musical mm-hmm. kind of a little more lighthearted. He also made Whiplash, which is one of the best dramas in recent years. Oh yeah! And then he made this this biopic. Bio it's like, it's what's it gonna do next, mm, man? I know. Maybe he'll try. Maybe 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 I'll get my wish. He'll try his hand as sci-fi. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do a cool story. That'd be real cool. Yeah. Add add to the list because I need somebody other than Vion Venu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, we need <laughs> exactly. We need one more director that can make competent make, sci-fi. Make good sci-fi. Yeah. I don't want to deal with Blomkamp or hit me <laughs> over the head with social issues. Make something a little more subtle where I go, oh, oh, smart man, smart. Yeah, killed it. Yeah, I got I got James Cameron for all that hit me over the head with. <laughs> it's true. You think Avatar Two is coming out? <sighs> Well, he has said, uh, I think recently, that there isn't a story he needs to tell that isn't set in the Avatar film, film series. Okay. So I think we're so gonna he's not get... going to tell any stories then. Exactly. Exactly. We're just going to keep waiting. Uh, two is supposed to come out what next year? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I think he, that's it's been coming out next year for six years. Yeah, right. Uh, well, he makes one movie each year. <laughs> I'm just wondering, is it the same cast? Because like I heard initially it was supposed to be the original cast. That was the story. Back we just in the keep day. hearing things. And then it's like, so what's going on with that? And they're like, ah, it's this whole crazy thing. Then you're like, OK. And now, we're like, now he's making Terminator. So, yeah. Did you stop making avatars? Never started. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he did either. You know, originally he wanted to build a studio underwater and film it underwater. That was going to be his okay. big. Uh, that was going to be his big innovation this time around. The first movie <laughs> ever filmed completely underwater. On um, dude, what does that? Yeah, but what does that do for the? Like, I mean, because he's the special effects guy. I. But I'm like, he's done so ti- much revolutionary you, you stuff. Made ti- you made Titanic, man. Like, yeah. Why but, did you why like why do now it needs to be underwater? But that was a CGI boat. This is it a was movie, not CGI. This is a movie. It was it was it was a gigantic fucking a miniature. Some of it. Some of it. Yeah. Some they made half of it, and they made half of a real boat, and they what about and they filmed a bunch in fucking a gigantic tank. Yeah. It, it's like it's the greatest movie ever. Um, <laughs> it's a joke for movie. a thing I don't know. It's a terrible movie. So. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't matter. I I know he doesn't need to. Why is he trying to George Lucas it? You know what I mean? I don't mean? know. Well, well, like what what does well like I'm just trying to figure out because it's like oh, everything cool. he's done has been something that's like a part of the movie. So if you film it entirely underwater, does that mean well, that everybody the whole story does like, that like mean is it like it's an Aquaman? But yeah. that, but does that make a good movie? Is well, it like is it like dude movies fucking suck, man? <laughs> because we can't film a completely underwater. Like once we break that barrier down, movies can finally be good. I just, I just keep thinking of that hide 
pot smoking bit from the early set. And it's filmed underwater, man. It's filmed underwater, man. Yeah, like he wanted to film it all underwater. So I'm like, okay, so is it like an Aquaman thing where like all the avatars yeah. are now underwater? It's like, dude, Aquaman's or... coming out, man. We don't need to see it. Yeah. And it looks good. Yeah, it looks super fun. Yeah. It looks yeah, really I mean, well, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm yeah. saying the underwater. Like, it looks fine. It looks super cool. Yeah. I don't think they need to film it underwater. <laughs> no, you don't. But like he would have to. And uh, people they're doing, would. They're filming dry for wet. And we can't have that. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, oh, they're, they're doing it back in the day where they used to use a smoke machine to mm-hmm. make it in an aquarium. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the last one they did that way was Humphrey in October. I think. I'm I think not so. sure. Uh, but no, dude, it's just like it's well. And that's the thing, though, is like if he did film it entirely underwater and nothing about the movie had any hint of that, people would still be like, oh, they filmed it underwater. Yeah, but I, yeah, I know. But but for but what does that do? Nothing. You get, you get a little you get some money. But like you, you feel like if you're that ambitious where you're like if I'm like what you have a story that you're so fucking good. The only problem is. It's all underwater. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, but no, you're like, no, I just want to fucking see if I could do it. I'll make some money and then they'll write it in a book in one line later down the road. James Cameron filmed the film entirely underwater. underwater. And it'd be like, yeah, that's me in the history. That's an interesting fucking trivia question on Trivial Pursuit. Ryan. That you made. We're asking the wrong questions when we already have the answers. Okay. Why would he do this? Because James Cameron does what James Cameron does because, because he, he is. is James Cameron. That's true. I didn't. I, I j- dude, it just dawned on. I me. hadn't considered that. Mm. But yeah, no, that, no, that's never coming. I don't even. Yeah, no, it, it's obviously not being filmed underwater because we would have heard that he got this ridiculous amount of money to do something underwater, other than his, you know, his deep sea exploration. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is upset, but I know he's obsessed with that. Well, he used to be afraid of the ocean, and then Titanic made him not afraid of the ocean, so now we all have to deal with the ocean in him. Now he loves submarines and shit. (laughs) Like, I get it. Um, Yeah. No. So, yeah, that would be nice if Damien Chazelle... Yeah, it'd be nice. Let's see. I I wouldn't mind seeing him do a... I think think he could do, like, a cool cop drama, too. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think oh, we need better cop dramas or like heist films and stuff. I don't know. I feel like the dude has a little, maybe he's a little bit too practical for, for the sci-fi stuff. But, maybe. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just the dude, the dude makes fucking great movies. He knows how to, how to, how to make a shot. Just, mm-hmm. just the right amount of length, you know? Yeah. He's very, he's very good at constructing a movie. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Um, tight but, editing. Yeah. It's, it's just, everything's just, amazing. This shit is tight. Shit's tight. Uh, movie up. was a tad long. I don't know. It, dude. It. You know why I think it felt long, dude? Because we had to do the whole moon landing thing. I, yeah. I think if we didn't have to do the whole, because like once they took off, I was just like, well, here we go. We're going. To, he's going to the moon. Credits. Yeah, we know. And it's like, oh no, it's still going. Okay, okay, credits. Uh, no, we're okay. Uh, credits. You know, and it's. I did enjoy where they actually did end it, but. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was a real touching scene. I really yeah. liked the way they did that. But uh, no, I'm with you. It felt long, but I think it's because of the last part of the very end of the movie, where it's it's you know what is it the last twenty minutes maybe? Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably another good twenty minutes. It's just kind of like all right, I know he went to the moon. I've read a history book. Unless you're the ladies that were sitting next to me mm-hmm. who uh, asked, wait a minute, did 
he actually made it, right? <laughs> it's like, fucking yes. Read a book. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's shit. the first man to not make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? I was like, yeah, he's the first man to die in space. <laughs> wow, you were way off. What a, what a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, uh, good stuff. And there's plenty more in theaters to watch. So, oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm having, uh, I'm I'm excited. Obviously, I think the next thing. Well, I'm just like it's a nice time. Like That's, I can go see a movie like this and also not be like. But the only other thing to see is fucking night school, which I could. You've been making night school jokes for like a month. I'm not now, going man. to. It's like I can see Venom. Maybe we'll see. Maybe. But it's like I can also go see Bad Times El Royale. It's a thriller. Don't make a lot of those. Uh, Rated R too. It is. Don't make a lot of those anymore. Um, we've got, what else do we have? <laughs> we got, uh, we got Venom. Yeah. Venom. I bet. Yeah. Venom. Um, yeah, we got Halloween. So Halloween is coming up. We're definitely doing yeah, Halloween. That's definitely coming up. It's going to be part of a, it. it's going to be part I'm of I'm going to do it. I don't know if anybody else is going to do it. It's going to be part of a, uh, Muddy Fish Productions Halloween spooktacular. Yes. We're doing a, another spooky, spooky series. Spooping it up. Spoopy, spoopy. Should we start doing like. I think we have to be better about recording and posting. <laughs> so I'm not even going to ask. Never okay. <laughs> That's good. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> so no one wants to know. Um, yeah. There's so, you know, plenty coming out. So that that's making me feel good. It's not like kind of how the summer has been going a bit for me. Yeah, dude, it's been we're getting hard. In, yeah. Getting into the, into the fall winter season and I'm like, okay. All yeah. Right, yeah okay. Things are looking all right. Got some options here. Yeah. This, and then the, the fact that this was good was very uh, refreshing. Yeah, as good as it was. I wasn't expecting to, like, really, dude. It, and like I said, dude, the Gemini scene is, like, the best part of the movie. It's like, I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, it's all right. It's a typical fair. And then that scene happened. And I yeah. was like, oh, my God. And then I, I liked that. Um, I liked that uh, The when we got to Apollo 11, they didn't. They 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 showed them. They did the whole POV initially of them getting in, but we didn't do the whole ride out. No, we were doing because oh, we no. already did it with Gemini, yeah. and I feel like they that he knew that it would be overdoing it. Exactly, if he did it a second time. Like the the thing is, they they didn't give us the rocket launch. They gave us like him inside of this rocket, mm-hmm. and then for that, they're like, all right, have a little rocket. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and, and like, then they, they, they sprinkle a couple it out. Times. A yeah, lot. the takeoff was really well done and stuff. It yeah. wasn't overblown or anything. You know, it, I I loved it. I thought it was really. It's all very clinical. These people were like, "This very, is what we're doing." Yeah, very practical and yeah. yeah, dude. It, it's just it's such a good movie, man. I very good. Gosling is great. It's, God, I'm, yeah. I'm, dude, that guy is really climbing for me, man. For sure, I'm, I'm really starting to like that guy a lot more. For fucking sure for me as well. Well, Josh. That's not all we're here to talk about. No. Oh. I mean, we kind of were. <laughs> but there's something I want to talk about. Right. Uh is there anything is there anything before I start that you're that you were hoping to to get out there for the masses? Uh I started watching the uh, Haunting of Hill House, okay. the uh, horror series on Netflix. Okay. Uh TV horror normally sucks. Um at Has least as far as I'm concerned. And the consensus for some people, other people would highly disagree. I I I really enjoy this series. It's uh it's I'm two episodes in. It does a lot of really, really subtle scares. There's not a lot of big like gotcha ghost moments or anything like that. And it's 
which I feel like has become the bread and butter of the haunting type of thing. It's gotcha all the time. And that, that drives me nuts. No, there's this, there's some really cool, just like a uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro esque, um, subtle scares that, that I think are, are, are great. Yeah. Um, like when I say that I'm, I'm referring to crimson peak where it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is unsettling, you know? And it's, or Hitchcock almost where, where something you just see something really quick in the background. And it's, there's this really great scene where, uh, the dad tells the kids good night, goes to bed, the girl's sleeping and she hears a noise and she calls to her brother who's in the bed across the room. Well, the, the kid doesn't, he doesn't wake up cause he's asleep. And so she kind of nuzzles in to go back to sleep and then like over her shoulder, over her shoulder. And we're in pretty tight on her. Um, you just see like the bottom half of a face slowly come forward over her. And it's, it's the ghost that she's been seeing and stuff. Mm. And it's, it's really unsettling. And then there is one big like gotcha kind of moment towards the end, but it's really well done and it's earned. It's, okay. I really thought it's, it's sixth sense almost. Oh, it's, okay. it's really good. I, I'm really enjoying the show. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm only two episodes in and I'm already putting my, my stamp on it. Putting the stamp yeah. on it. Well, yeah, for anybody that cares what I think. Speaking of, uh, that's a Netflix show, right? Yeah. Okay. It's on Netflix. Perfect. Speaking of another Netflix show that I watched. Oh. From another, uh, another just man that I adore. Uh, Needs to do more things. For sure. Uh, I'm talking about Maniac. Maniac is insanely good. It is a 10 part mini series on Netflix. I haven't finished it entirely. That's just fine. I'm not going to go into spoilers. Okay. Uh, why would I? Uh, but you've seen enough to talk about it. You get the gist. Oh, um, beautiful. Very, Best Jonah Hill performance. For yeah, sure. Jonah Hill. Great. Um, I've been, and this kind of ties back into to <laughs> Chazelle, but for Emma Stone, I've her performances lately have been a little weird for me. I couldn't believe that she won an Academy Award for La La Land. I thought she was weird, and I feel like she carries on weird. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like she carries on a little weird, the weird streak in this, in this movie where it's like, she's sarcastic doing... acting a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. She it's, it's like she's found a niche recently and she has started to settle into that character, which is just the Emma Stone bit. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see her do, a branch out a little bit. Like it's funny because I went into this being like, "Well, I hate Jonah Hill, yeah. so I'm probably only going to enjoy Emma Stone." And I really was just like, "Wow, Emma, you're just doing what you always do." And Jonah Hill is doing something I've never seen him do. He's so subdued. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. Is well, they let they let him they from, let him loose at one point. Yes, they do. And yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, very I, good. I, I know that well because like in the in the in the in the fantasy sequences, the dream sequences yes. and stuff. He gets to to go out and do what he wants to do. Like that, that I love. I love the mullet guy one. Yeah. That was my favorite one. That that um, that fake man. I thought he was just the best. Oh, he was wonderful. Uh, so I guess we should, like, in case, let's sell you on the show. Maybe yeah. if you don't know what it is. Uh, if first of all, uh, Carrie Fukunaga, right? Yes. Okay, I, I couldn't remember his Carrie for some reason. Yeah, it's Carrie. Like Fukunaga. that's a girl name. Yeah. Uh, Gary Fukunaga, if you don't know who he is, he did Beasts of No Nation. Beasts of No Nation. He did the absolutely brilliant first season of True Detective. Which he which he directed the entire first which is, season. Which is almost unheard of. Yes. 
So um, that is that's to this what, day, television has not got better than that. Well, I was going to say that's why that show is so singularly <laughs> brilliant for one season. Exactly. It's it was it was all him. Yeah. Uh, so that got me in right away. I like Jonah Hill, Emma Stone. Like I said, she's a little weird. I don't know what her, I don't know what her performance is. I don't, I don't know if those are the characters. I don't know what's going on, but she has this kind of like, irrit- she kind of irritates me. She always Might just plays, be a personal thing. It was yeah. like why I hate Eddie Redmayne so much. I don't know, but I used to like her. So I have no idea. Yeah. Well, see that, that's my thing is it's like, I used to be a big fan of her. I thought mm-hmm. she was great, but then she started like just playing the same girl. Like, well, what do you want me to do? You know, yeah. Like, she does that a lot. And it's like, what do you, Hmm. It could All be. Right. I don't know, but uh, it's f- retro future. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. Sci-fi? Uh, I want to say cyberpunk, but it isn't. It's, it is. It is just generally retro futurism. Retro future cyberpunk sci-fi. Yeah, it's got a little bit of the cyberpunk aesthetic, but most of it is just it. It's really hard to pin down what it is retro futurism, but I don't know if it belongs to any of the it, the sub sub genres. It, it borrows from everything, yeah. making it something that's wholly unique. Oh yeah, it will because like if you've ever seen like Brazil or Twelve Monkeys, any Terry Gilliam or or David Lynch, yeah, um, it's got some Kubrick agree, thrown it, in there. Yeah, uh, you've got yeah. It's it's all in one thing. Like I mean, there's there's a there, there's one set piece that is clearly an homage to Alien. Mm-hmm. It is it is like the entire construction of it is Alien. Um, but yeah, like like everything is just it it, it and it all molds it together. And it's yeah. it is one of the most strangely bizarrely beautiful things I've ever seen. It's crazy. I love the idea of the ad buddy. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's got you, a little bit of dystopia yeah. thrown in there. Yeah. You, you don't have any money. <laughs> so you got to hang out with this asshole while they read, read your ads, ads and yeah. you have to option a couple. Otherwise you don't get any like fundage. <laughs> it's like that Amazon program where you go and you take the yeah, customer uh, service. Mechanical Turk. Yeah. Shit mechanical like that. Turk, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then as far as genres go, it gets very weird here too because we've got it's like a comedy drama yeah. sci-fi. It's it's a straight up dark <laughs> comedy, yeah. but it's like a sci-fi that's not really sci-fi. It is just it's it's I want to say psychedelic, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's a dumb word to use. It but it does feel like that late seventies, early eighties type of sci-fi that wasn't like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But it had sci-fi concepts. Exactly. Yeah, they were tra- like they live in the '80s, but like the computers are more advanced. Yeah, like, you know like, what I mean. Like yeah. that's like the kind of sci-fi they would do in the '80s. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this one, it's like they live in 2018, mm-hmm. but they use only Macintosh computers that run <laughs> off of like a Commodore 64 DOS setup. Exactly. So. Yeah, but then also, yeah, it's, it's they've got rotary phones that they can carry with them. It's bananas. It's, it's so weird. And then, so there's an overarching story, and then uh, I guess a little bit of a spoiler. Like, there's also vignette 
shots that are sequences that are dreams. Basically. Yeah, when you set up, when the show first starts, it feels like you're just going to go straight through this storyline. And then all of a sudden you get thrown into this almost anthology format Yeah, where you're, you're going on these little adventures with, with the characters that they're having in their mind due to the research experiment that they're a part of. Yes. Um, and Justin Thoreau is fantastic. I had never heard of this guy before Mute. Yeah. And I, I bet he's one of the only good, but he's the only other good part of Mute. Other exactly. Than Paul Rudd. The performances in Mute, other than what's his name, Skarsgård? Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other than Skarsgård, whoever uh, that woman was. So basically, the two bad guys were good in Mute, and the movie sucked. The movie, yeah, well, the two main characters, honestly, to me, because yeah. it felt like the movie was more about Paul Rudd and his partner than it was about the Mute guy. Yeah. But he, anyway. Yeah, Thoreau, that's another thing. Thoreau, grade A class act creepo. He he's the best. He is a whack job in this movie. <laughs> and he's ama- he's hilarious and disturbing. He's, yeah. Um, he's great. His introduction in the self-help, the, 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 not self-help, the training video. Yes. Is him trying to find the pocket for his pen. <laughs> It, it, that's that's the other thing. Again, here we are. It's 2018, supposedly. Mm-hmm. We're watching like early 90s, like like training videos, like VHS, for, uh, uh, yeah, VHS copies. Like yeah, it's video it's, toaster shit. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. But uh, no, and then he's just, and then when you actually meet the physical character, best introduction into the whole. Oh movie. yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, and then there, and there's also. Again, there's also an AI, you know, like oh, we're advanced shit. to an AI, but also it talks like a Macintosh. Yeah. You know and I mean? she's I'm just like robot. blinking. It's all like, and it looks like Star Trek, uh, original series technology. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of light boards. It's yeah. all great. It uh, is a bizarre show and it's awesome. Couple other, couple other characters in this study as well. Don't really matter. Uh, it's mostly, uh, Sal- <laughs> I don't know if you were there, but Sally Field eventually shows up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but they had hinted at her a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, and two, and the, and two other researchers, they're like kind of the main, the main makeup other than uh, uh, Hill and Stone. And the, the woman that, works alongside Justin Thoreau. I actually really, really enjoy Oh, her. the 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 girls always smoking. Oh, smoking cigarettes. She's yeah. hilarious. She's like, awesome. Her just and she's got the her character so she's like annoyed. She's always but, annoyed and like straightforward. She's yeah. all about business, you know. Yeah. She just stands there like squinting, all angry like with a cigarette dangling out of her mouth and as soon before that one's even done, she's got another one in the mouth, dude. <laughs> she's like they sleep in drawers yes. in like a in like this motorized desk and she's in her desk drawer sleeping with a cigarette and, and like a 4 by 4 <laughs> It's big coffin. enough to yeah. sleep. It's a coffin bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Uh, I I I absolutely loved it, beginning to end. It was great. Uh, uh, cup, you know, a couple problems here and there with a little pacing and things. The, like the typical that. Netflix show show problems. Yeah. Yep. But overall, I highly recommend that. I. It's you know he made some good television again. I'm really glad that like they're not going to try to make 18 seasons out of it. People keep acting like they're going to. I don't know why they think that. Because everything, because everything has to keep going. It's just, you can never get one thing anymore and just let that be. You have to have six more. No. Yeah, I agree entirely. I it, you know, less is I more these days. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that'll come back in a style. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I doubt it because these services need subscribers and you need content to. to well, then you to, keep letting Carrie make stuff, dude. And don't, yeah. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Let yeah. him make a make. Let him make the next ten part miniseries. Who gives a shit? Exactly. I don't. Yeah, limited series are fantastic. I would prefer most shows to be limited series. Agreed. Agreed. If uh, if you. If your story is too large, that a two and a half hour movie is not enough, mm-hmm. then sure, then make a fucking make an eight part limited series. Mm-hmm. I'll watch eight hours of something. Well, we but had don't this, we talk- drag out your idea Sorry. to cover twenty four hours. 14 times yeah we don't need 120 <laughs> hours worth of, of 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 tv to tell your story yeah you know i mean but like we do have stranger things which is the first time we've mm-hmm. discussed this dude and it's they have a three season story arc planned as far as i know it's yeah. just three seasons um i hope that hasn't changed i hope, hopefully i hope that when that ends it ends yeah people we don't through going. no fault of their own people are gonna turn on it oh <laughs> yeah, well, people are already kind of starting to turn. A lot of people were like, I, I was reading, I was doing some reading, and people were just like, season two didn't do anything. And I was like, season two is infinitely better than the first season. Yeah, I completely agree. I disagree that season two was was blah. It, it just, there was one bad episode yeah. in the entire season, and there were like four or five they could have done without in the first season. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's like, I yeah. Uh, it was a very good season. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I, I, again, you know, they're trimming down the Marvel shows. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to like us, like maybe this this huge craze where it's like, there's no rules. We can do what we want, you know, yeah. to, to, to like, well, maybe we should have some rules. Maybe a couple of rules. Yeah. Maybe a couple of rules. Not, we have a cinematic universe. Maybe we don't need five Netflix show universe that come together into one thing as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a little much. Yeah. A little much. Yeah, I'm, I'm referring mostly to shows like Disenchantment, where I'm just like, all right, this is this is a really long episode, and there's not a lot. Yeah, I know. You can say the cuss words now, mm-hmm. but like oh, yeah. the, the script does not feel tight on yeah, those Brandon shows. Yeah, watched a little bit of... of, um, of uh, was it Big Mouth? Oh, and I'm just like, dude, I, I get tried. it, man. I get it. There's dicks. Yeah. Dicks are funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, F is for family seems to 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 walk the line yeah. really well for mm-hmm. me. It's just really because well he's an angry asshole, and yeah. I like that. They well, use I'm, it appropriately. Yeah, and I like kids the, talk the like fam- kids, yeah. but not like Big Mouth. It's like, uh, dicks. Yeah, I get it. We said butt. Yeah, and we're talking about jerking it. Yeah. No, I get you. And Disenchantment, it's just like, it's like, hey, did you like the later seasons of Futurama? They weren't that great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's... what if it was uh, medieval times or yeah. fantasy? Land, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it was a fantasy world? Yeah. And I'm like, eh, that's fine. It's just nothing seems to, it. it's nothing seems to happen on the show. And then the, the episode ends and they're like, wasn't that fun? And I'm like, not really. It's yeah, I understand trying to give them time as well. But it's like, I, s- there are, select episodes of when they brought Futurama back that are good. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, this it feels like that just maybe even a little worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, and like I'm saying, dude, there's no rules. We can do what we want. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, but you need some rules guys. Let's, but at the, at the same time though, the fucking, the, the cream will rise. Oh yeah. So eh, let them keep throwing shit out there. Yeah. Who knows? There might be somebody who's like, they love this enchantment. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of people that love it. I think I'm like a hand, I'm one of like two. Yeah, and I'm the just, other being, and you. I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, eh. yeah. It could get better. It could get better down the road. Nah, I'm, um, not, I'm not gonna stick with it. 
I, there's too much. Like, let's be real. If I bounce off of it, I gave it a fair shot. I watched like three episodes. Give it a fair shake. If I bounce I pl- off of it, there's too much other good stuff to just be like, keep watching something bad and hoping mm-hmm. it gets good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, I'm, I'm thinking of like Bob's Burgers because Bob's Burgers yeah. first season's pretty bad. And then the second season's better. And then the third season is like one of the best. And the fourth is just my favorite. They like refine the show though. It's not like season one was bad. That's true. It's just like it got better. That's okay. Yeah, that's it didn't go true. from bad to good. It went from good to better. Yeah. All right. All right. I get you. <laughs> I get you. In my opinion. Yeah. No. Let's... No. No. It's just first season. There's just some of the episodes is just like ooh, they had not like Hugo shows up a lot and Hugo's not a good character. Yeah. You know, uh, Linda had a lot of really bad episodes. They hadn't really quite figured Linda out. But like, I agree. It's there's still the chuckles to be had. And then, it, yeah, it went from good to better. Yeah. Yeah. There was potential there that you could see. Exactly. There, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like uh, I but, said, and it's like, I think the end of season two is like the worst the show ever was. He had mm-hmm. like beef squash and all those terrible episodes. Yeah. And even if you, any, you know, in, in Bob's Burgers, in our opinion, is great. And even, but if you bounced off of that, in the first season i wouldn't like try to convince you to keep watching it you know what i mean like i'm just kind of like it's probably not for you then yeah because it's not like it gets fundamentally different well yeah and that's the thing too like i hate it when people are just like well the first 200 Mm -hmm, episodes mm -hmm. are god awful you gotta wait till episode 457 for the show to get really good yeah (laughs) like like, i don't have that kind of time (laughs) no it's well like i do but like at the same time, um, but, if it doesn't catch me within two episodes, know, like it's a bad show. I know I, I give you a lot of crap, like oh yeah, George too. But but like to be real, there's in reality you don't because that's time that could be spent taking in something that's not there's something bad. you enjoy yeah. Or, or yeah or anything to value. Yeah, there's time. not enough time in this world whether you do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But watch shit that you want to get done. You would never have enough time to watch all the good shit out there. Oh no. No, no. You have to pick and choose whatever you find you stick with. Yeah. I mean, you make time for Madam Secretary, obviously. Or This narrative that you've created, where did you come up with this Madam Secretary thing in me? There are people, Josh. That enjoy Madam Secretary. That, well, I am not, not among them. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, um, it's, not against, it's not a dig against Madam Secretary in general. And like specifically, in general, there are people who like their whole jam is just network shows. They watch all of them. Not it's not just Madam Secretary. Oh, they're watching them all. It's the Law and Order. They're watching the, every uh, single one of them. It's the uh, the 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 last ship. They By just, the way, Ryan, did you know it's not it's, the last ship? It, and it's the last season of the last ship right now. I don't know if you know that. But there are people who are just like, yeah, I like TV. Like I, oh, I yeah. wa- I've watched. Madam Secretary, and I and I watched fucking The Rookie. Okay, I'm just saying because like you 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 said something last night about me like oh yeah how much why why are you so addicted to Madam Secretary or something and I'm like what it's the second time you brought up you and Madam Secretary in the same sentence so I thought it's like my go to it just it it. it it's probably a fine show. It's just, how do you go like, man, dude, I got to catch Madam Secretary. Oh, some people love The Good Wife. I've never seen The Good Wife, so I don't know. But uh, apparently she she was like a really good wife and like, <laughs> took him to court. <laughs> so like, for instance, it's actually kind of nice having like a show that you don't give a shit about <laughs> that you just watch because it's on. Like I've been, I'm, I'm all the way caught up on New Amsterdam. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be sad when they inevitably cancel it, <laughs> but... 
And for now, I'm just kind of like, see, that's why dude, I hospital trubs, man. See, that's but why, I'm in, that's why I'm in shows good. like Dirty Jobs because, like, I loved that show, but I didn't care enough to really get invested yeah. in it. You know, it was just like there's just a, there's a place in the world still for that kind of thing because everybody's talking about the death of shit. But dude, when you're looking at a fucking no. well, broadcast television does kind of suck, but when but there still is a place because dude, when you look at a wall of shows and you have to pick, mm-hmm. that's when it sucks. Oh. You're the type who's like, dude, I come home in the evening, and I turn on the TV, all of a sudden it's 9 o'clock, maybe I want to watch Oh, that. no, I totally know. When I used to get off work back in the day, I would go home to my apartment, I would sit on the couch, and I would watch CSI and drink beer and eat dinner. Yeah. That was what I did all the time. I didn't like CSI, no. but man. No, if, if, it, if you were in. choosing out of a wall, you probably wouldn't choose it. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. Like, like I was trying, I was talking to you about this before where I'm just like, I'm trying to stick with things that I choose to watch where I'm yes. like, yeah, I chose to watch this. You have to watch it all the way through, like, meaning, ha- meaning films and stuff. But like, at least like if it's a show, give the full episode a go. Don't wait five minutes and then turn it off. Exactly. See, and the way my psyche works is I just go, I'm right there with you. If I choose it, I'm going to fucking watch it. Yeah. So I just choose not to watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, nope, I'm going to watch like Twitch or YouTube or something because those aren't real. Dude, the only you know thing I mean? that, that drives me nuts is when you're like, dude, this thing's great. You should watch it with me. And I start watching it and I'm like, dude, this show is amazing. Where are you in it? And you're like, oh, it's done. I, I regret it. I regret it. That, uh, that was a case. You. That was a case kind of like with New Amsterdam where I was watching it every week. So I was like, but it was actually really good. And, and, and once I fall off a week or something mm. like that, it's gone. Yeah. And oh, never again. Yeah. I <laughs> that know. that no means I back. have to watch two episodes and that's choosing to watch that show. <laughs> that's like a real thing. But you already know that you like it. So it's not but like I, so you're I taking I just put week. on a random episode of the next generation. That's, yeah, that's very yeah. We're talking about the Orville. We're talking about the Orville specifically, guys. And uh, if you didn't like it at first, give it a shot. Go through the whole first no, season. I really it like gets it. a lot. I'm talking to the populace, Ryan. Why don't you shut your mouth? Just making sure they know. <laughs> you bailed. You don't get to talk. No. Um. No. The Orville first season, fantastic. If you bailed early, give it another shot. Go through. It's really good. Barry's another one. He did this to me. With. Oh Barry shit! Is uh, one of the best shows in the world, dude. Okay. You Did you got, finish you it? Got me. No, I can't even believe that I didn't. Watch. The whole time I was like, "Dude, I'm not doing this on purpose." Love the fucking show. Gonna watch it. Yeah. Don't know what happened. Well, it and was blowing my mind because you were I... watching Silicon Valley, but you weren't watching Barry, and they were on at the, at same, the same time. time. Yeah, they had, yeah, there was a lead in. So that's weird. I completely yeah. forgot that show existed. Barry is the best thing Bill Hader's ever done. And um, at the time I was watching it, I, I was like, "This is a perfect show." I yeah. loved it. Yeah. So that's a. That's my bad. But again, go back to what I was talking about earlier. There's no time. I'm so busy. So busy, Josh. So busy. There's so many things to do. <sighs> so busy. I have like 90 hours into one World of Warcraft character. <laughs> That's I not even level 120 fun. yet. I do too. Yeah. I have a level 71. I'm 79. He I'm thinks he's cool. Awesome. He paid money. You got the booster pack. <laughs> I specifically did not. Uh, well, yeah, we've gone to World of Warcraft, so this podcast's over. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say it's gone to wow. It's gone to wow. Thank you very much for listening. Look forward to our Halloween spooktacular. There will be a very special episode of Classic Ketchup along with the podcast spooktacular. It's special because it's the first and only one we're going to post. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> 
we'll you can see. find us on all major podcasting apps, including Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. We're on SoundCloud. We're Mighty Fish Productions on YouTube. We're at Mighty Fish Pod on the Twitter. You can follow us at twitch.tv slash Mighty Fish Productions. You can email us at mightyfishpodcast at gmail.com. That is where you can find us. I have been your host, Ryan. No, I'm still awake. And we will catch you <laughs> on Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. Halloween. It's so spooky. Ooh. Step one.